Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Modern Eater Show. I'm Jay Parker. On the program today, I'm going to be showing you a little bit of last year's Road Trip 2020. We went to Osage Gardens with Brian Freeman. And then I'm going to be showing you a little bit of the Summer Dinner Series 2020 with Chef Carrie Baird, who is returning for this year's Summer Dinner Series 2021. So, all that being said, watch this to see a little bit of how the action happens for Road Trip and for the Summer Dinner Series. We're hard at work today and every day putting together this year's Road Trip and this year's Summer Dinner Series. So we appreciate all the support. Make sure you share. Make sure you like. Make sure you comment. Make sure you comment. Make sure you share. Make sure you like. Yeah, that's what I said. Now let's watch the show. Oh, this is great. We're going live with this one in uh, Newcastle, Colorado. The Modern Eater Show continues. Brian, this is a pleasure being at Osage Gardens. Oh, my favorite. One of my favorite places, man, for so sure. You probably, if you're in, in Denver area and you go to Natural Grocers, this is a brand you will see in the produce section. And Jared McDermott joins us, man. This is cool. Thanks for taking time out, first of all, to spend a couple minutes with us here. Yeah, thanks for coming out, guys. Yeah, so for folks, we're in a hoop house right now in Newcastle, Colorado, but give us the lay of the land. We'll walk around a little bit. What do you got here? Just give us the, you know, 60 seconds. Yeah, 60 seconds. Uh, Osage Gardens here in Newcastle, uh, growing uh, certified organic culinary herbs for uh, almost 29 years now. Um, we are... Uh, here in Newcastle, on about one and a half acres of greenhouses, on a uh, on a twenty acre farm nestled along the Colorado River, uh -huh. um, it's a uh, very productive place. We're a super busy farm, and uh, our thing is fresh organic culinary herbs. And uh, our specialty is basil. Uh, we grow some of the some world class basil, definitely some of the finest fresh basil. Yeah, um, you can get your hands on. It's a treat, and to ha I mean to have that distribution though, and to get into people's hands because a lot of people might be watching that know exactly what you're talking about. But that's a pleasure to be able to get these out there and have culinarians cook with it everywhere. Specialty, right? Specialty items. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, uh, well, we grow some tough ones. Um, not only culinary herbs and, and, and fresh basil is actually a very challenging crop um, to do it well and to uh, get it to the stores, you know, in, 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 in excellent condition. Um, but then uh, some specialties, we actually have greenhouses full of like bay leaf trees. We have gr greenhouses oh. full of lime leaf trees and uh, um, edible flowers and oh. roses, um, you know, and more obscure herbs like sorrel or marjoram. Um, so, yeah, we, we nail them all. Jared, do you know how many herbs you all grow? Uh, we grow about 22 varieties on average. 22 varieties. Well, and you are one of the only people, I think, in Colorado who's doing the kefir lime leaf, aren't you? Um, we are definitely one of the only farms that uh, here in Colorado. We, we planted trees in a greenhouse about eight years ago. Uh, it's wild. Uh, you would never believe it would work. But, uh, yeah, lime leaves and bay leaves, um, yeah, towering trees inside greenhouses Fantastic. it's super does cool. the market dictate what you grow or do you grow and you dictate what the market gets uh there's definitely give and take on that one and it does usually start with the market that uh things like fresh basil for making pesto yeah. and 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 uh, other culinary delights is you know it's gonna dictate a lot yeah you know some of the more obscure herbs uh you know maybe make it on to a tv show all of a sudden pop up on the radar and are interesting so now the market definitely drives a lot of what we do here but basil right i mean that that's it that's it fresh basil um it's so 
such a challenging crop, mm -hmm. and it, uh, you know, and it, it doesn't transport very well. So a lot of your basil is coming from Mexico or California or elsewhere. Um, and by the time it gets here, it's 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 pretty rough. It's damaged. Um, doesn't uh, you know? Um, it just doesn't do well on the shelf. Uh, our basil, we have a 24-hour kind of policy. We pick and pack it wow. and have it to the grocery stores, uh, literally by the next day. All Jared, done right here. Yeah, and how many pounds a year are you guys pumping out of Osage Gardens? Uh, we pump uh, tens of thousands of pounds of basil a year. You That's, wanted to start out right here. What are we looking at inside of the uh, So this here is one of our older uh, greenhouses. This one um, has rosemary plants that are... Um, uh, these are about uh, almost 10 years old. Um, and uh, we harvest them down. These A lot of this will be used for rosemary skewers um, for the holidays. Um, and uh, these things, uh, right now, they're tr all trimmed back for early summer, but will be um, probably six feet tall Wow! Um, for uh, late in the fall for holidays. It'll look like your uh, winter manscaping. Well, and what's so cool, though, is I, you'd almost be afraid to come in here with some of the insects that live. Because remember, we're in or, an organic environment where they're a part of everything that's going on in here. And I'll tell you, I've, I've got some pictures of some spiders in here that would probably scare you by the time another six months goes by in this room. Totally. And the bigger the plants get, uh, and in the summertime, we don't do a whole lot in here. And so it's kind of uh, left alone. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, spiders take it over. Can it's you show funny. us some more? I'm looking at these beautiful flowers over here, and where can we go to? Is there anything more we can see? Yeah, let's, uh, we can hop out of this house and uh, let's if head on is, over. That'd be great. And as we're walking over there, Jared, could you, what is some of the, the viewers I'm sure are interested, what is the hardest crop that you think? I mean, I know tarragon is tough to grow. Uh, actually, let's uh, look at some tarragon right over here. What, what do you think is one of the hardest ones or ch most challenging for you guys? Um, I mean, basil is always the most challenging because uh, volume-wise, uh, you know, it's a considerable amount of volume and then uh, just it's so tender. Um, you just mentioned tarragon. Ooh. Um, tarragon is a very seasonal crop, so this is perfect tarragon. Um, and we can uh, grow tarragon. March through midsummer, um, and then as the heat of the summer kind of comes on, uh, the plants will slow down. Um, oh, that's so good, Jared. Oh, it's phenomenal. I mean, oh, that to me is like Mother Nature's candy right there. I mean, it's just, oh, it's so good. It's, I love being out here. Again, how many hoop houses do you have on this property? Uh, we have about an acre and a half of greenhouses here. And just right off I-70, you'd if you blink you'll miss it what are the row crops you have going out here as well is that all basil or uh, yeah let's uh, take a walk over there so this is stuff that you'll have in the heat of the hardest time of the year oh my gosh I'm loving this I see sage in there <laughs> yeah, so these are uh, this is a sage hoop Uh, these plants here are, uh, these are honestly about 12 to 15 years old. Uh, these are original wow. uh, plants um, from when uh, we moved on to this property. Mm. And um, same thing, they're kind of cut down right now. We regrow these and um, these things will be up to these green wires uh, end of summer. And, um, you know, we'll use this. It'll be our, our uh, stockpile for uh, Thanksgiving. Oh, my gosh. If you guys could have just the smells, describing the smells, I mean, you can imagine but having the abundance of this and 
one confined area and you're right the ecosystem that lives with these and years and years built that way uh but you you don't rotate the uh, these big perennial crops, we do not. So these perennial crops, actually, uh, uh, we don't rotate them. We keep them in, and it is kind of a little ecosystem in here. Um, on the outside, you can see way down on the far left, there's lavender flowers, uh, sorrel, uh, some thyme, chives, um, and then the main crop in here is, is the sage. Uh, have you guys seen an increase in your sorrel market? Because I was talking to some chefs in Vail recently, and sorrel, uh, chefs are learning more and more. I mean, it's sorrel's been around forever. More water. of a French, French culinary herb. I, I feel. But are you guys seeing things resurgence in old herbs that might come back or old things that you're growing? Yeah. So actually, uh, yeah, you're spot on. Uh, things like sorrel, um, even oregano. Some of these items that um, you know they're, they're definitely, especially with a lot more people staying at home cooking um, in the last uh, few months. Uh -huh. Um, definitely an uptick in a lot of the, the, the smaller herbs for, for her. Wow. How has your, so, uh, you know, a lot of business models have changed. Break. Has your business model changed? It has it, or thank God for distribution. What, what does it look like for you guys these days? Um, so for the last 29 years, uh, culinary herbs, fresh culinary herbs has been our staple. Um, and, um, you know, Colorado is a busy place, um, and you know the greater Colorado uh, region is a busy place, and uh, so just the uh, just that alone has has uh, kept us kind of focused on the fresh culinary herbs. This region of Colorado, what is this land? Uh, what are you available, or what are you able to grow here in this area? And uh, kind of describe this region to folks and what the weather's like here and. And uh, what what you can get as far as a accumulation, it's a fairly dry year this year. Last year, much more moisture. But talk about this region. Yeah, so Western Colorado. Uh, once you sort of drive through the Glenwood Canyon, come through Glenwood, you go out onto the Colorado Plateau, and um, we have a relatively mild winter. We don't have a whole lot of snowpack. Um, summers are hot and dry. Uh, this year has been particularly windy. Um, so outdoors uh, production, um, we uh, we do grow some basil outside, um, and then we grow a lot of perennial herbs for uh, fall harvesting for Thanksgiving. Uh, so this field here um, is actually mostly uh, thyme, sage, and rosemary. And so this whole field we will produce um, for the holidays, uh, for the Thanksgiving and. Uh, December holiday. It's a well-kept, beautiful property. You guys do such a great job here, and it's the best of the best right here. This is Osage Garden. I gotta tell you, we're so, I mean, I'm so lucky. We in Colorado are so lucky to have people like Jared and, and the Rumery who's, you know, started behind all this stuff. We're just lucky, I would say. I mean, I, I've known you guys so long. It's, it's, it's been wild. I mean, really, my whole 25-year career in the world of organics in Colorado, I've been touching you guys at some level and it's just so it's I just thank you you know I, I don't know if you get it enough if you hear that from all the people out there thank you guys because this is what you guys have done most people don't know it's just thank you yeah, thank you absolutely Jared McDermott beautiful beautiful man it's a little bit okay but what a great uh, we'll have a recap of the show tonight we will broadcast from through to Colorado, that's where we're staying. 
and uh, we've got some good interesting stuff. I think we're going to pop by Field to Fork Farm in Palisade and um, we've got a busy day so we're yeah. going to continue on down the road, take some photos, get out of Jared's hair, got to get back to work but uh, the Modern Eater Show continues. Thanks again. Right now, let me tell you about Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. He's the man with the plan. When it comes to tap installations and tap maintenance, Jeff Rourke is the most trusted man in the business. 20-plus years, family-owned and operated, does great work, and you might be knocking the rust off of your bar or restaurant and getting things tuned back up. He's the guy to call. If you're pouring inefficient beer, Jay, what are you doing? You're pouring your money down the drain. Uh, money. Don't do that. Uh, foam is money. Get a hold of Jeff Rourke, A-plus beverage solutions. Tell him what you need done. He'd be happy to come out and just take a look for you. Here's the phone number to give him a call, 720-272-3809. One more time, 720-272-3809. It's Jeff Rourke and A-plus beverage solutions. Okay. Hey, you guys, Jay here with the Modern Eater Show. Thanks for watching. Don't forget about our YouTube and Instagram channels. A lot of killer content over there. Throw us a subscribe on YouTube, throw us a follow on Instagram, and thank you for supporting TME. We couldn't do this without our amazing sponsors, so let's check them out right now. Very proud to be part of the, the Modern Eater and uh, chefs, restaurant owners, any food service operators. You know, I know right now that uh, delivery and carry out is bigger than ever, and we got you covered. Uh, Cambro uh, has a full line of uh, delivery and carry out items. More economical options are expanded polypropylene or EPP, a uh, nice insulated container. Uh, the ProCard Ultra is really versatile. It's a great unit because you could actually store cold products down here, hot products up here. It's all 120, there's no refrigeration worries. It's all thermodynamics. Just let us know what your food service challenges are, what it is we can do to help you out, and there isn't anything that we can't do for you. So uh, hope to see you over here at our facility in Park Hill soon and uh, stay safe out there. You know everybody, with several million dollars of hard assets here, insurance is very, very important to us. Ewing Levitt covers it all. Machinery, building, workman's comp. Ewing Levitt's got us covered from the floor to the ceiling, from our alley, even to the street. This divider, this press, my cooling conveyor, my oven. Ow, ow! Ewing Levitt covers our counter stacker and our employees too. If you need insurance, take it from Little Rich at Rockalitas. Call Ewing Levitt, they'll get you covered. Hey, this is Keegan from D-Bar in Denver. You guys might find it difficult to stay in touch and stay up to date with the ever-changing culinary scene in Colorado. It's almost impossible. Just tune in to the Modern Eater. These guys have their fingers on the pulse of what's happening in all of the food and beverage in all of Colorado. They're behind us. They understand the idea of shopping local and shopping small. To so support them, you support us. 
Okay, we're back at it. So for five years, the Modern Eater Show, we've been hosting a show. We have a studio kitchen right now. This is an incubator of ideas, products, people. It's the whole nine yards. We get the best of the best ingredients. We come back and we do eight dinners in a row with the best of the best chefs. I don't think that we could start the dinner series with a better chef. Would you agree, <laughs> Chef Carrie Barrett here? Yes, tonight. yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Can you guys hear me and mine? I think you're up, Carrie. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me. Absolutely. I'm so excited to be here. We love the dinner series. So, the summer dinner series. Summer dinner series. Chef Carrie Baird, we've got a big lineup. But talk about who's with you here tonight. Sure. Well, again, thanks for having me. Um, right next to me is Blake Edmonds, not only my life, my partner in life, but my partner in business. Yep. He is the owner of Senor Bear and Mr. Oso here in Denver. So if you haven't been there, both those restaurants are very special. Uh, please go. Um, and then we also have Roses. We just opened up in Boulder. We're in the Rosetta Food Hall, which is re back reopened. We did close down for a little while after the initial shutdown, but we've been open for a few weeks now. It's going swimmingly. And um, yeah, we're just so excited. It's summer and it's nice to see people eating out again. We're so excited to just be here and be part of all of it. So thank you. I would say she's so humble, you guys. This is like <laughs> one of only James Beard nominated women in Colorado. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Get out of here. Yeah. Who <laughs> the chart? So right there. Then she's already been there. She's already top <laughs> chef gal who you know her for her fancy toast. Oh, she kidding. will get right here with anybody <laughs> in this country when it comes to culinary excellence. So Carrie Baird, she has incredible restaurants and just an incredible woman who started out as like a little cowgirl. <laughs> on a, you know, on a ranch. Yeah, it's just me and my goats, you know? <laughs> <laughs> just me and my goats. And now it's you and your chickens. Yeah, I, we got eight beautiful ladies at home. <laughs> Get ready, sit back, relax. We've got the best of the best of beverages, the best of the best of food here for you tonight. Five courses of heaven. If you've looked through this and hopefully uh, you've taken the time, but... We've got your beer covered. We've got your spirits covered. We've got your wine covered. We had your bubbly covered to begin the dinner with five courses. Carrie, what stands out for you? Do you have the menu in front of you? Talk oh, about well, this I mean, menu. I know it very well. You know it very well. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope. Um, well, obviously, I always love the fancy toast course. You know, that's just my favorite medium. But I think everybody should get hyped about our beef course. Um, yeah. yeah. The steak. Holy smokes. Get ready. Save room. <laughs> so the steak, the, uh, the Denver steak is going to be off the charts. Uh, what do you think, Blake? What are you excited for? Yeah, the steak course. Am I on? Can you hear me? Yeah, bring the mic up just a course, little bit. Yeah. It's under the... Can you all hear me? There we yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm into the steak course. I think I'm also into the, uh, mostly into the potatoes on that. That's, the, that's my favorite thing I've tried so far today, so... Yeah, get excited. Yeah. And uh, just all the produce you guys brought, and thank you for literally harvesting out of the earth for us. Oh, I for appreciate sure. that. The vegetables are all going to be great, and you're eating a vegetable course now, so, you know, it's going to be awesome. Okay, so here's how this goes down. There, first of all, who's been to a summer dinner series dinner before? Oh, wow. It's very cool. A lot of returning people. And those who didn't put your hands up, I'm assuming you have not been. You're about <laughs> to... <laughs> You're about to, that yeah, that's how that works. Yes or no question, weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're about to join a gang. You didn't even know it. But uh, the people who put their hands up, they know what they're in for. You're going to learn tonight. You're going to learn. Who can multitask? Any multitaskers here? Not many multitaskers. So either you're going to learn or eat. 
I think there's going to be a lot of eating going on, but hopefully you'll learn some stuff. Aspen Baking Company, you'll hear from uh, Jeffrey Nations is here with us, along with Cody Ann LaCouture. Elevation Food Service reps, thank you, Rich O'Brien, and your team for assembling this kitchen outside for us. It's rad. It's really what we needed. Thank you so much for that. Colorado Mills Sunflower Oil, they are the Modern Eaters official oil. And that's Zach Kreider in Colorado Mills. You'll hear from them. The Spice Guy, Zach Johnson, I don't know where he is, but usually he's running around spicing things up. Is Zach here? <laughs> he, he was here with his daughter. I did see him at the beginning of the night. Centennial Cuts, Luke Larson from Fallot County, along Woo-hoo! with his mother, Rita, are here. You'll hear from Luke tonight as well. Petraco Farms, where we got all of our produce from. Of course, the cheese importers and Strohauer Farms where the potatoes came from. Your delicious beverages tonight, Westbound and Down Brewing Company. Delicious, delicious Mexican lager. That's fantastic. Savage Spectrum Winery was the bubbly that you were welcomed with. Carboy Winery, Ty Zog and Craig Jones are here tonight. And Rocker Spirits, that's a great uh, distillery out of Littleton, Colorado. Woo! You'll hear from Dustin Evans. Yeah. Look at those flames over there. He brought the trash truck here with him <laughs> He's tonight. firing it up. You know he means business when the trash truck comes. <laughs> that's a good photo opportunity. And then um, that's about it. Carrie Baird, we're going to get this summer dinner series underway. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Okay, one housekeeping note, a very dear friend in this community of culinary his name's chef brandon and chef brandon foster he's one of those guys that um if we probably spoke too much we'll tear up he um he passed away a couple of days ago and this dinner is devoted to him so thank you chef you're here with us tonight thank Thank you thank you Okay, Summer Dinner Series, this is it, 2020. This is the new norm. Hopefully you're enjoying it. The experience is now. All right, you guys, back to the show in just a second. But before that, it's my favorite time of the show, and you know what that means. Bread, specifically Aspen Baking Company. You guys, AspenBaking.com since 1994 here in Denver. They've been baking the freshest bread in the city. They do it right. They do it without the chemicals. They do it without the coloring. And they do it without uh, uh, freezing it. Some places will freeze your bread, man. Uh, that, that's all I'm saying. Um, talk to our buddy Jared Leonard over at Bud Long Hot Chicken. He uses their product. Chefs all around town use Aspen Baking, and that's what you want to do too. AspenBaking.com. You guys, I can't stress enough. Let's go bread. I love bread. If it's bread, you think Aspen Baking. AspenBaking.com. Hi, I'm Amber with Strohauer Farms. And I'm just here to remind you that the best potatoes are grown here in Colorado. Goodness elevated. Thanks for watching the Modern Eater Show.
Hey, Zach Ryder here, Colorado Mills Sunflower Products out of Lamar, Colorado, your only local source grown from a local crop to produce a local oil for local chefs. You can find it at Shamrock Foods, What Chefs Want, Seattle Fish Company. Uh, let me try it one more time, then we'll see. Hey, restaurants, we're glad you're reopening from Colorado Mills Sunflower Oil. We'll see you soon. <laughs> First, we partner with the best farmers in the world, and then we tell them, we will take it all. Process whole spices daily, blend custom spices to order, keep it fresh, safe, and flavorful, all so that you can get back to doing what you do best. So whether you're a restaurant, a food manufacturer, or an at-home cook, be sure to visit The Spice Guy at www.thespiceguyco.com. Hey Modern Eater fans, I'm Don Trobo with the Annex by Art at Mills and I just wanted to give you a heads up about some of the great things we've got going on locally in the state. We're headquartered right here and we're working with farmers in the San Luis Valley to bring you amazing Colorado quinoa. It's just like the South American stuff, but grown locally. We've got transitional wheat flour that's grown by farmers in Colorado and surrounding states who are in the process of, of turning their fields into organic. So we're taking that transitional wheat and turning into flour and now it's available for you to cook and bake with and last but not least we're now cleaning grain berries in denver so things like spelt or wheat berries uh, or pearl barley those are things that we're now doing right here locally and are available to you can't wait to share it with you <laughs> hi i'm jeff nations from aspen baking company it's really important right now to support local that's why i support the modern eater now, back to the show. Hello, hello. How was the first course, everyone? Not bad, not bad. Good, good, good. Did anybody have a chance to uh, sample the wine? Who's the wine drinkers out here tonight? Got the wine drinkers. Uh, this summer dinner series, if I didn't have wine, and my lovely mother Patricia's back there, if I wouldn't have had wine tonight, I don't know what would have happened. We had to add wine. But Colorado wine, it's one of those interesting things, Brian. It, it, it's either hard to come by or just, you know, it's one of the, it's easier to go outside of Colorado for wine. Let's just say that. But Carboy Winery steps into the scene and Craig and Ty Zock here with us. Guys, uh, you both have microphones, so say hello to these guys. Hello. Good, Good evening. evening. Good evening. Good day, mate. Say who you are and, and what you do for Carboy, and then let's get into some, uh, talk about some wine and what we have tonight. My name's Craig Jones. I'm one of the partners at Carboy and Angelo's Restaurant. Yes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Ty Zock. Uh, I'm the winemaker at Carboy Winery. And uh, you want to go right into the... Start going, yeah. Yeah, so uh, we're, we're featuring three wines this, uh, this evening. Uh, I see some of you have Albarino on your table, and some of you have the, uh, the, the Rosé-esque Mouvedre. Uh, Albarino is sourced from, they're all sourced from Palisade, uh, but the Albarino uh, was picked, two separate pickings. So we had uh, the, the first picking preserved the minerality, and then the second pick, a little, little riper, a little more fruit forward, a little more tropical, and then we blended those uh, together after about six months of, of aging. Uh, the Muvedra is kind of a, a funky project in that we sealed up some, some fermentation vessels and allowed those whole clusters to ferment uh, inside the vessels anaerobically and created this really unique uh, kind of a chamomile 
bubble gum. I like to describe it as chamomile bubble gum characteristic, but it's a, it's a funky wine that I highly recommend uh, you try. And then the red wine on offer tonight is a blend. It's called our, our Vin 59 blend. It's an homage to the uh, gold rush of Colorado. Uh, and it's a, it's a Bordeaux-style blend uh, consisting of Malbec primarily, about 53% Malbec. And the, the rest of it is Cab Franc, uh, Petit Verdot, and Merlot. Uh, but those are the wines on offer, and I, I hope you uh, enjoy I'm going to go deep with you because I'm going to say it's hard to grow wine from Colorado grapes because the wine, the, the growers here were growing an old variety of grape that was easier. What you guys have done is incredible. I mean, how did you use these grapes that we have in Colorado to really make a wine like this? Well, Palisade is, is your uh, keenly aware is uh, home of the peaches, right? And so you have, it's a great ag region. You have the... Uh, the mouth of Dubuque Canyon, uh, that, that cold air, and then the heat retained from the book cliffs. And so it's a, a beautiful kind of diurnal shift. Uh, the temperature from uh, night to morning, coldest to, 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 to most heated. And so you have a kind of a slower, slower ripening with that, with that uh, climate. Nice. And the flavor lock. And the flavor lock. Lock of that flavor. Gotta lock the flavor Craig, in. Um, speaking of lock and flavor, we can go to... Your wineries, we can enjoy that. Where are the two, lo- two, three locations, Breckenridge included, right? Yeah, we have uh, the uh, the mothership is uh, Carboy Winery in Littleton, and uh, then we opened up number two, at, uh, connected to the Gold Pan Saloon. For those of you that have been on Main Street, we uh, dug out a twenty five hundred square foot wine cave, and we actually make wine in Breckenridge. Wine in Breckenridge. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, and then the third location is is uh, Governor's Park, uh, opened in 1976, and uh, now we've got uh, Chef Rebecca Weitzman. She's a celebrity chef, part owner, hardest worker on the planet. Uh, she's one chopped and uh, has been on Iron Chef, and she's got the wood fired tostadas that pair very well with uh, Tizox wines. So here's what's up: Carboy's here with us all summer long. <laughs> They'll be here with us. Serving up their delicious wines, taking care of us. Um, best of the best of Colorado, and we're just so happy to have them join us. Yes, thank you, God. Uh, this is my favorite time of night. The sun's setting on the Mile High City. It starts to cool off a little bit. You've got that first course, um, and hopefully you're enjoying that. The second course is going to be coming out. Last year, generally we do this in our studio kitchen. I don't know if you've been to Studio Kitchen or not, but it, it fits 30... Full. <laughs> Full. Uh, and, and, <laughs> yes, we can. Uh, so you are luxury. This is luxury appointment right here. Very uh, spacious, socially distanced right here. Uh, again, Pizza Republica and George Eat are offering this space. We, we wouldn't be able to do this without that. But this year, it's shaping up. This will probably be the best year ever. And that just goes to show when your back's up against the wall, we all get together. Community is the theme. If you look at the notes, we put together some hashtags for you guys tonight. Use those hashtags for your social media and take tons of who's taking pictures. I'm not seeing those cameras popping right now. More photos. Jared Leonard, thank you. Please take photos. And uh, how are the cocktails? What do you guys like? We should have like a poll. Let's hear it for the wine. Let's hear it for the beer. Woo, let's hear for the cocktails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's good stuff. Okay, I think course two is coming out soon. Where's the chef? Where's Chef Carrie? Is she, is she here? No, she's, she's coming back. But, Greg, let me jump in stuff right because, now. folks, I don't know if you 
realize how hyper local tonight's dinner is. Just so you know, 90 plus percent. If it was by weight, it will be 98%. But if it was by volume, 90 plus percent of what you are consuming tonight came from Colorado right here. These are like the hard work men and women that are driving the economy still in these times that we need to support more than ever. And so you guys, I hope you embrace this. I hope you love it. We've got some incredible farms, purveyors. I mean, truly Take everything pictures. from what Use you're, the hashtag. What you're drinking to what you are eating came right within a hundred miles. He's trying to say it's all local. Yep. It's hyper all, local. <laughs> it's all hyper local. Do it. That's how you sum it up. Tyzok, thank you so much. You sit down. How's dinner so far? Oh, it's, it, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's oh, great this far. Fantastic. Great this far. All right, you're going to hear from a lot more people. Thank you for obliging us. We like to have these conversations and learn some more. Thank you, Carboy Winery. Cheers. Thanks, Greg. Thank you, Greg. Thank, thank you. you. Okie dokie. Yes, Carrie and Blake, you're putting together some fancy toast over here. Talk to us about what we're doing, and then we're going to talk to the supplier of the toast and Jeffrey oh, sure. Nations is here with us from Aspen Baking Company. So this fancy toast is all squash forward. Um, we have obvi as obviously Aspen baking Aspen sorry. <laughs> How's your Aspen? How is your Aspen? <laughs> That's their hashtag. Go Hello. ahead and use that one. <laughs> Uh, heavy squash on this one. So uh, we have their three and a half pound batard here. We, Blake has grilled it with a little olive oil and just rubbed it with some raw garlic, which is the ultimate secret of fancy toast. A little raw, raw garlic rub. Um, I'm topping it with a buffalo, water buffalo mozzarella, which is the real water buffalo mozzarella, not buffalo mozzarella from a cow's milk, but the real deal, Brian. And um, Infantina, a blend of those two. And then we're going to top it with squash a couple ways. We have a squash gratin, a squash blossom vinaigrette. Squash just coming everywhere. So thank you for this beautiful bread. We were blown away by how beautiful it was. It's kind of cool to talk to the chef as they're using your products, right? Jeffrey, Na distinct honor, Jeffrey Nation, Aspen Baking Company right here with us. No, we're gonna Hi, everybody. I wasn't expecting to have to do this right now, obviously, because um, I don't, don't have my hairpiece on. Um, you actually moved those uh, potatoes in the bowl. I don't, below. I don't know. I don't know what I can tell you about my bread other than um, we bake fresh bread. We deliver it five to six days a week from Cheyenne to Colorado Springs to Edwards, Colorado, all fresh, delivered the next day. Um, we do pastries, uh, cakes, desserts, and um, artisan breads and variety breads and really good hot hamburger buns and hot dog buns. Greg, I would tell him, if no one knows what to say, this is a bread you've eaten behind so many meals. You've probably eaten Aspen baking bread for, because they're doing box lunches. Well, we, yeah, box lunches until this virus happened, but then, you know, it's coming back again. But it's, uh, it's yeah, we do, we do great box lunches. Um, they come in a great box that has um, Colorado scenery, um, mountains, um, blue skies, snow, trees. And all Colorado love, I gotta tell you that. It's the good stuff, and where's Jay Parker? Jay Parker's back there. Uh, you love Aspen Baking Company bread. Jay says Aspen Baking Company bread is his only vice in life, which I think I know is true because he doesn't drink, he doesn't smoke. 
Who knows what he does behind closed doors, but I think it's with Aspen Baking Company bread. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of... I'll send you some free bread. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. He's trying to say something right now. A little bit of... Jake, a little bit of here's love. what I want you to do, and this is this is improv at its finest. I'm going to take the microphone over to Jay. Check, check. Jay on our show, the Modern Eater Show, does you don't hear me out there? Baking company in the business, you call it a live, a live read. So there's going to be no script, check. anything else, just from check. straight from his heart. And he loves Aspen Baking Company. This is Jay Parker talking about Aspen Baking Company. You can't hear me out there with this? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, Aspen Baking, you guys. AspenBaking.com. Dave, I had Dave. AspenBaking.com is where you go to find uh, delicious bread, but you don't go there to find chemicals or coloring or any of the bad stuff. Only the good stuff. I'm in love with bread. You should be in love with bread, too. Hashtag, how's your Aspen? If you order online, you can do it. If you order direct, you can do it. You want Amazon Fresh? I don't know how to do it, but people more technical than myself know how to do it. Amazon Fresh, you can order bread right there. Since 1994, they've been baking the best bread in Denver. AspenBaking.com. They're our favorite. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Aspen Baking Company. Jeffrey Thank Nation. You, Thank Jeffrey. you, man. Thank you, Jeffrey. Too much. <laughs> Making education cool again, Jay. Culinary Quick Start Program. If you have any desire to get into culinary or you're just sharpening your skills, I'm telling you, these guys, Chef Blake, Chef Marcus, they're instructing a course, and I've been there the past couple of nights, and this course is cool. It's informative, it's innovative, and it has the modern eater touch on it. You can tune into this as well, but you have to sign up for the course. If you go to themoderneater.com, you'll see it on the top navigation bar. It's a drop-down. Emily Griffith Culinary Quick Start. All of the stuff that we're doing and sign-up information is right there for you. It's a gimme. It's free to you. Again, sign up, themoderneater.com. You'll see Emily Griffith Culinary Quick Start. But we want you to join the revolution of making education cool again. Okay, back to Elevation Food Service Reps. Hey, guys, Alex Armitas over at Sam's Number 3 Glendale. You want a Bloody Mary? You want a cheeseburger? You want a breakfast burrito? Greek salad? Bacon gyro meat? Chicken souvlaki? Barbecue ranch salad? We got you covered. Come down and see us. One more time. Try it again. Hey guys, Alex Armitas over here at Sam's Number 3 Glendale. Now get your ass to themoderneater.com. Thank you so much. Modern Eater, we love you guys. This is Amber with Northern Colorado Potatoes, reminding everyone that potatoes grown here are truly rooted in love and rooted in a long history of being grown in this area. Early 1900s reports show that this was either the largest or one of the largest potato producing areas in the nation. Other states have had some amazing branding, but don't forget we have all your favorite varieties and more you love to cook and eat, including russet. Support local potatoes, you won't be disappointed. Hey guys, it's Caroline Glover. I'm the chef owner of Annette out at Stanley Marketplace. Citrus is about to be in its prime. And you're watching the Modern Eater Show. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Enjoy the, anything else on this, Carrie? No, we're just, we're excited. Did you enjoy the salad? Good, 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 good. Uh, Grana Padano. Awesome, thank you. Oh, that's a great thing. Does anybody have any questions for Chef Carrie Baird while she's here? There's one over there. Where? Question, question. I love the dressing on the salad, so how do you make that? Sure, um, start with a really nice sherry vinegar, a really nice olive oil, honey, salt, black pepper. Boom. That's it. 
Any other questions for Chef Kerry? So super seeds, I always just say, if you can think of a seed, we tried to put it in there. You know, like, so, I mean, go from the top. Sunflower seeds, pepita seeds. What else? Amaranth. <laughs> Amaranth seeds, hemp seeds, poppy seeds. <laughs> like, any, any seed we could find and toast and, yeah, we just, every seed we can find. Mm-hmm. And it changes what we can find, what's available, you know, what's awesome. So it's all over the place. The is she said a pepita seed does anyone know what that is Ooh, bonus trivia question in the middle i've got one table right here what was that good question brian anybody i bet blake knows Did pepitas everyone knows what pepitas is right jeff yeah nope Good guess. That was a good guess. That, they're too small, though. Bigger plant. Think bigger. Good. Good. <laughs> we have a winner. I love it. Yep, exactly right there. <laughs> I love it. It's a pumpkin seed. How many of you were able to see season 15 of Top Chef? Anybody? Uh, yeah, there's some fans over here. <laughs> what stood out for you the most with Carrie in season? Fancy toast. Fancy toast? toast? <laughs> I, I agree. Uh, although that dessert in the hole that you did, what did you try and do in the hole, Carrie? It was, it, it, it was a oven. It was a cake oven in the snow, not in, a hole. It, well, <laughs> it, it was a hole in the snow, not a hole. Okay. Um, no, I I was trying to bake a cake in a in a cup, coffee cup, in yeah. a coffee cup. But the fire I was sharing with some of my my comrades, it was too hot. So I, I went to plan B and I dug through the snow into the dirt and I took some ashes and I built a little fire and put my cups wrapped in foil and then I buried them and then I drank like 18 beers and I came back and then they were perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It was the beer. Yes, and I think she did open a door to a question that I've always had yeah. about these extreme challenges, right? They take these chefs, they take people, listen, she can cook better than probably any one of us. I mean, her boyfriend might argue that he would be up Thanks there. pretty good. But, you know, <laughs> but she could crush me anytime. But they bring her to this level that I always wonder of what, is it stress? Is it alcohol-induced? Do they pump know. gas in a room with you? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's no way you can, like, prepare for scenarios that they're going to put you in because you don't know what it's going to be. Brother put it best. He calls it emotional terrorism. Like they, they like deprive you of things and they give you too much of things and then they put time on it and then they put a camera right here. And so, you know, it's, it, it's scary. I don't know. The would you ever who, do something like that again? You know, if they asked me, I would, but All-Star season was this year and I, uh, I, they, I was fourth and they took third. So I think if Joe Sasso had said no, I would have been asked and then I would have gone, but... I don't know. It's really scary. And you have to disappear for two months. You don't get any family or phone or computer or business or anything. You're just gone. Like, I told my... They, they tell you you have to, like, lie to your, your staff, like, why you're gone for two months. So it was pretty funny to, like, go around the campfire and everybody, like, telling where their alibi was. And mine was that my mother had bunions. And she lived in the middle of Montana. They didn't have internet. So... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom. She's totally watching. And um, 
But yeah, so, you know, you have to come up with a, an excuse to disappear for two months and no cell phone, no computer, no email. And, but yeah, it was fun. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I'd like to, last time she did something like that, you told me you were going to Italy and you weren't. No. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of the name of the game. Okay, what's coming up next, Chef? Uh, Fancy Toast, we already talked about it. The Squash Forward cool. Aspen Baking Company, awesome bread. It's going to be good. All right, you're going to hear from Rocker Spirits here in a minute. We'll turn the music up. Keep at it. Yeah, I hope you're enjoying yourself. As we're plating Fancy Toast, I see this fryer getting going. Is Zach Kreider, are you in the shot of my voice? Zach Kreider, Colorado Mills. Can we start? Come on up here. We've got this fryer getting ready to go, and Zach Kreider... He is the guy that people come up to me and say, boy, that guy really has a passion for oil. He really loves his oil. Well, he should because it's Colorado Mills Sunflower Oil, Zach Kreider. How's it going? Good to see you, my friend. Yeah, thanks, Greg. Um, great being here tonight. Thank you, Modern Eater, for everything you've done for us in the last uh, couple years. It's been, I, I don't know, you know, before we were down at uh, the Decatur Street. Yes. Um, Actually, the first time I met you was at Rocker Spirits Imagine on a Saturday that. night show. Yep. And uh, this guy calls me and says, hey, we got this video show. Come down and we'd love to have you on. And, and uh, I begged my wife to go down to a, a, a distillery. Said I was going to be on uh, TV, radio, everything. And uh, we forged a good relationship with the Modern Eater since. So our company, um, Colorado Mills, um, we're not the mall as most people probably think. It's the best advertising for us, but that's not us. We're based out of Lamar, Colorado. Three hours that way, southeast. Southeast, where are we at? I don't know. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, southeast of, of here, so go to Lyman and go south two hours, or go to Pueblo and go east and go to hour and a half. Um, a great community out there. Lamar, 7,000 people, a lot of farmers. Um, a lot of ranchers and um, what we do is we work with those groups and we support over 120 farms to grow a sunflower crop so thank you so everybody's probably seen the beautiful sunflower pictures in Colorado but why are those here does anybody actually even know why we grow that crop here in Colorado a lot so of it sunny. comes to our company uh, with uh, supporting 120 farms in Colorado to grow those sunflower seeds for us um it's about 27 30 to 30,000 acres a year depending on what that is um and we take that seed that crop and we crush it to get oil out and if you start looking at your ingredient labels on snack foods um a lot of times you see sunflower oil on the back of that and what's really cool is colorado mills is a family-owned farmer-owned and a woman-owned company that was established in 1999 and we're actually the country's largest sunflower seed processor. There's so that's why those seeds are grown here in Colorado. So we extract that oil and we package everything from a small bottle of oil that you can find at grocery stores, some grocery stores around town, around Colorado, all the way up to semi-tankers and railroad cars of oil and everything in between. So five gallon gallon, uh, 55 gallon drum, 275 gallon totes. So I guarantee you, you've probably had our oil. You've ate our oil at one time or another. You just didn't know it. It was an ingredient in <laughs> Frito-Lay uh, Simply Brand. If you've ever had the Simply Brand chip from Frito-Lay, that was our oil. How about a Rockalitas tortilla or a Rockalitas nachos barachos? 
That's our oil. So you've had it. You've had it at restaurants. You've probably had it in an ingredient in a snack food. You just never knew it. So with that, yeah, we support we those 120 farms. We take the byproduct and support over 600 ranches with our animal feed division. So you take that oil and the meal left over, you have to do something with it. goes to livestock feed. So we support over 600 ranches um, with our byproduct. So it's a zero waste, a truly zero waste product company and everything. And then countless culinarians locally, nationally, and even some export that we do. Um, we're a founding sponsor to the Modern Eater. We're a founding sponsor to the American Map of Order, which are the top 70 chefs in the country, the highest level of certification that you can achieve as an American Culinary Federation chef. Um, but we're really just proud to be here, especially being family-owned and farmer-owned in a world of corporations, um, conglomerates, um, big brand companies. We're very proud of what we've created in 20 years and being family-owned, farmer-owned, and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So her question was um, cooking characteristics and the heat profile. So a lot of people don't understand oil, and it's actually very, very complicated um, when you start breaking down the science of it. But most people have many oils in their kitchen. You go in the back of a house, the back of a restaurant, there's many oils from a deep fryer oil that you're not sure what it is um, to a dressing oil, a, a baking oil, if they're doing any baking, a dipping oil, saute. There's lots of different oils. What's great is with high oleic sunflower oil, what you're eating tonight, what's in the deep fryer, what's on the dressing is one oil for everything. So it's the healthiest profile of all oils but then you can go extremely high heat, greater than 450 degrees, but then you can turn around and make a nice salad dressing with it that doesn't leave you oily and greasy and allows your herbs, your, fla your, your, your fruit, your herbs, your spices to really shine. So sure. very diverse, one oil, one product can really cover everything in your kitchen, in the restaurant, in manufacturing, from baking to deep frying to dressings. So really one oil that is usually many different oils, now you can do one. And it's made right here in Colorado. The seeds are grown in Colorado. We produce it in Lamar. So not a lot of guys get me to take my mask off, but Zach um, <laughs> is touching on something that is important to me because it's about sustainability. And if any of you guys know I'm the organic guy around here that beats this drum about what are we doing to our planet which it took me about 20 years to realize I was a tree hugger. Um, I was, thought I was an organic guy, and I was really a tree hugger. But they right here probably operate more sustainable land in Colorado. So one thing that I want to share, which is an important fact that most of you might or might not know, is, is that growing sunflowers actually is a low-till or no-till operation, which means they are not churning up the soil every year. In Colorado, we lose up to four inches of soil in some places, and a lot of people don't realize this. We lose, and I shouldn't call it soil, it's dirt at that point, it's dead, it moves on, and that's the problem. And so one of the things that Zach and Colorado Mills supports that's like completely indirect but big to me is this concept of sustainability. And 
you know. Yeah, and Brian hit that right on the nail right on the head. So sunflowers. Um, if, has anybody been to Southeast Colorado, Lamar, Colorado? There's not much out there, and it's a tough world. <laughs> Antelope. It it is a truly a tough environment to live, and for those farmers that are multi generations to continue to do it, it's 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 very impressive, um, and it really pulls at you. Um, the sustainability of it, of, of finding a crop that you can actually grow in southeast Colorado. We are considered a desert. Um, when we get rain up on the front range, we measure it in what? Quarter of an inch, an inch, half an inch of rain, you know? Out there, we measure it in the hundredths. And we're excited when we get two hundredths of an inch of rain because that's actually meaning something for those farmers. And with the sustainability side of trying to continue your farms and your livelihood out there, allowing sunflowers into your crop rotation will actually benefit your corn the next year. You can produce and get higher yields of corn by planting sunflowers. They get down there, they break up the, the dirt, allow that corn to then penetrate deeper to try and find that water. One of the biggest things, um, one of our owners who's a farmer, he's the third generation, his kids are the fourth Sorry, take that back. He's the fourth, his kids are the fifth, and his grandkids are the sixth generation. That Is that the Ulin? The Ulins. He said that if we get enough rain in these reservoirs out here, he's going to feel good for another two generations. And if we don't get rain in those... Uh, <laughs> right, it's a dry time, right? We need that rain. And if those reservoirs don't fill up, he's not sure if his farm is going to survive for another generation. And that's how important water is and sustainability when it comes to agriculture, especially in southeast Colorado. So being able to support 120 farms and have the light and help those livelihoods. If we were to go away tomorrow, we'd affect over 3,500 people would no longer have jobs from farms to their hired hands to their families. So being part of that is very humbling. And from there, allowing our product to go from the field to the plate, to the back of the house, to the chef, is truly humbling. And for you guys to be able to eat it tonight and not even know what you're eating, you know, hey, there's a great salad, a great dressing made by Chef Kerry, that's really, really humbling for us, just to be part of your story, your dinner, your family, your home. So thank you. Thank you, Zach, and thank you all those Colorado Mills farmers. Rock on. Thank you, brother. Hey, <laughs> what's going on everybody? This is Brother Luck from Lucky Dumplin' for by Brother Luck in Colorado Springs and I am rocking with the Modern Eater. You're watching them, you're tasting them, you're knowing everything there is to know about Colorado. <laughs> Hi, Charlie from Brews Beers here. Our new Belgian Abbey Four Pack is a mixed package of the four core beers made in Abbey and Trappist breweries in Belgium. So we have a single, a double, a triple, and a quadruple in one package. Now, quadruples are the emperors of Belgian monastery ales. They're dark in color uh, with a dense tan head and alcohol ranging from 8 to 12%. So they're pretty strong. Quadruples are very rich and complex with big maltiness, uh, spice, and flavors of raisins, cherries, and plums. Alcohol is apparent in the mouthfeel, but not overwhelming. Uh, even at 10.5% ABV. So 
so the finish is long, complex, and dry, and they're great beers anytime, by themselves or with hearty foods. Pick up your Abbey Four Pack at either Brews location, 67th and Pencos, or at Colfax and York, and at fine liquor stores throughout the Denver metro area. Take home some Belgian-style badassery today. the outtake version. What's up, Denver? I'm Chef Natasha Hess, and this is Chef Carrie Baird, and we are at the Ginger Pig. Check us out, gingerpig.com. You can also see us on the moderneater.com. Thanks, everybody. It's cornstarch. I know. It's cool. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Holy cow. Did y'all hear that? Did, did hear we that? want the thing on for that, or did we? Uh, she's like, turn this on and turn everyone on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's my mother, ladies That's and gentlemen. That's And now you know why I am who I am. <laughs> what was your original question? I don't even know. I got sidetracked. Where am I? Where am I? <laughs> That's beautiful right there. It is so nice. We've been looking at it all day. Uh, this is the time of night to where we're not, I mean, it looks like everybody's really just starting to settle in and get in their groove. There's not a sixth course, though, is there? There's several secret courses. <laughs> <laughs> Whiskey, beer, and wine. Hey. Three more courses. <laughs> Secret courses. Secret courses abound. The first week is always an interesting week because we're just kind of figuring our way through things. Mm -hmm. And as we're streaming, we're hoping when we go home that, boy, I hope we did a good job. I mean, it's an interesting time we're living in right now. It's true. And so it's very interesting. So we're doing our best. Feedback is always appreciated. But I'm hoping, did everybody have a good time tonight for summer dinner series? This was week one. Is anybody planning on coming back to another dinner? Wow. Yes, nice. That's fantastic. That's very nice to hear. Um, these t-shirts are going like hotcakes, but you don't... Hotcakes. Do <laughs> you need X's? We'll cut the belly right off. Man. Just the belly button out. For the exit. <laughs> yeah. Done. So thank you guys for taking care of the staff. How was Pizza Republica? Did you like? Yeah. Hey, George Eater, come up here. Come up here, George, George. Eater. Come on, man. This One of the guys who made this happen, right, Greg? Here's the host, George Eater. Thank you, George. What a wonderful night, check. man. This has been a really cool event, and I don't know, before you met us, I don't know if you were really what to expect for Summer Dinner Series, but did it live up to what, what you wanted? It was awesome. Bring that mic up to you. Does this one work? Oh, it's working. It's on now. Oh, yeah. No, it was spectacular, guys. You're all part of, I feel I joined the Modern Eater family. You all joined the Modern Eater family, and by default, you're part of the Pizza Republica family. Oh, so that's nice. We'd love to have all of you guys out. This just puts so much joy in my heart to have all of these great chefs here. Carrie, you were spectacular. Blake, love you to death. We worked together a long time ago. Yeah. And this is what we do. This is what hospitality is. And it, it's so weird for the past four months to not be able to do something like this. This is spectacular to me. So thank you. Oh, no doubt.
people said that. Thank you. No, please, come on. Don't let me yeah. interrupt. People said that you can't have an experience right now. I said, I, I don't think that that's true. Did you guys have a good experience tonight? Yeah. That means so much as a chef, right, Carrie? A good yes. experience? Everything. I mean, we haven't been able to provide what we do for four months. Like, putting it in a to-go box doesn't count. Doesn't so this is our first one in 2020. To see happy faces, right? To see, to just like walk the room and touch tables, which is things that we do and we really, really love. So this is really fun. It's all, it feels normal. We'll sleep so well tonight. Yes, we will sleep well tonight. <laughs> Who wants to have their menu signed by Chef Carrie? Oh. Okay. okay, one so quick people, question. What are you going to do with it? <laughs> I'm going to put it in my memento box. Yeah, like, I mean, okay, if you're a scrapper, I get it, but like... Oh, no, my hallway has a place that's a little sh shrine people to you that. and Blake. It's like, it's weird. I've taken a... Yeah, yeah I've, I've, <laughs> I've taken a bunch of pictures off the web. You guys don't know about it, but... <laughs> Oh, we've already got one done. Okay, so we'll have them come up a couple at a time, Carrie. If you want a t-shirt, cool. Uh, it's that time of night. I always hate to say goodbye, but we're not going to say goodbye. We're just going to say until next time. And Dave Avery. Oh, thanks, Dave. Oh, bless you all. And thank you all for coming. What a great opportunity. Hopefully we made some money for Sophia's Neighborhood. Shout out to Brandon Foster, RIP, our friend. Yes. Thank you, Blake, for being here to help. Being here to help. Always. And and big props to the Pizza Republic, Pizzeria Republic uh, staff. Your oh, cooks yeah. nailed it. Well done. Thank you, thank you. Mm -hmm. I know everybody's full, but could I just ask you? Stand up. Let's hear some applause for Chef Woo! Carrie Bear. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. That's what it's and all Blake. about. It's just as much Blake. <laughs> thank you, you guys everyone. are amazing. <laughs> we hope to see you next week. Last but not least, he's the man behind the scenes. His name's Jay Parker. His Jay name, Parker. His nose is down. Jay Parker. Jay Parker. He's Good getting job, hungry. Jay. So for myself, Dave Avery, Brian Freeman, George Eater, Blake Edmonds, Carrie Baird, the whole staff at Pizza Republica, Thank you so much for joining us for this summer dinner series. We'll see you in future weeks, and we hope you have a safe night. But most of all, enjoy local and our community. Thank you, and uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah, thank you. thank you, guys. Sweet.